Hello, hello. Today I'm going to share some things that I wish I would have known before I quote made it or got to this point in my career. And I say that knowing full well that I'm not living in a mansion on the beach right now or anything like that. But my goal ultimately when I first started out was to make a full-time income staying at home and working from home. And that's where I'm at. Um, But there is some things that I wish I would have known before I got to this place. And there's also some things that have helped me as I've come up against these challenges. And so I'm going to share those with you in hopes that you can get to your goal and your dream faster, um, understanding that some of the things that you might experience, you're not the first one to experience those. And um, there's some ways to, to speed up and collapse the time between where you are now and where you want to be. Welcome to Your Intentional Life. I'm Brittany Bailey, and I am on a mission to build a seven-figure business without sacrificing the intentional life that I worked so hard to create. So far, I've been blessed to grow my business from the ground up, write for some amazing people, and work with some of the top marketing minds out there. But I am not done yet. Follow along as I take you behind the scenes in my business to talk about marketing, mindset, manifestation, and how intentional living plays into everything that I do. If you're anything like me, don't just let life happen to you. You're always curious, always learning, and always grabbing the reins. Service providers, coaches, course creators, and all kinds of intuitive entrepreneurs have a home here. So let's build your intentional life. Okay, so I started writing this topic out and it felt a little funny because when I say I quote made it, like I really, I don't like that term. But when I think back to Brittany in 2015, I was working at a nine to five job and I was super just lost as far as I didn't know what I wanted to do in my career. I was on an okay trajectory, but I wasn't happy going to work in the morning felt just so frustrating and I didn't like having all of my eggs in one basket. I didn't like having everything depend on this one company and one boss and if they sold the company, or if this happened, then, you know, I could get laid off. All these things could happen. I just really didn't like that feeling. And I didn't like going into work every day and just doing the same thing over and over and over. And that's, you know, right around the time, just the following year, I discovered um, this whole online world and everything about it was so appealing to me. And so that really was when I set the intention to work from home full time. And that's where I'm at today. That's where I've been at for three years now. And so I guess in that sense, I have, I've accomplished that part of my goal. And along the way, there have been some things that I wish I would have known going into this. And now that I hang out with these awesome entrepreneurs all the time, and I have such an awesome community, I've talked to these people and I realize that a lot of what I've come up against, everybody has come up against. And I think if I can tell everybody who's listening to this earlier in their journey, if you can understand that like, this is what's going to come up. And, you know, of course, like everybody's going to handle things differently. You're going to have your own unique situations. Like, obviously I don't have kids. So a lot of the challenges that a lot of entrepreneurs face, I don't have. Um, And I'm very open about that. I never say that I have the answers for parents because I just can't put myself in those shoes. So, um, you know, if you're listening and that's where you are, then obviously, That's not something I can relate to, but I do have so many other things um, that hopefully you'll find this helpful. The very first thing that I wish I would have known before I got to this point is how many decisions I was going to be faced with on a day-to-day basis. And in the the nine-to-five world, it's not, 
you really don't have a ton of decisions to make, depending on your job, I guess. I'm sure there are obviously um, very decision-demanding jobs in the 95 world, but where I was as an admin, um, there wasn't a ton of decisions that I was making on a day-to-day basis. It might be like, hey, recommend a a software for us to use this or... um, you know, hire this person to do that. Like there was obviously decisions that I was making, but it was not a day-to-day thing. And it was definitely not multiple times a day. And um, as an entrepreneur now, I find that I'm making decisions multiple times a day and they're decisions that really can impact the trajectory of where I'm going for the next, you know, 60, 90 days. It's projects that are really big. It's um, partnerships. It's opportunities, it's speaking engagements, it's all these different things that I would love to say yes to everything. And everything, you know, might make sense. Something might have been a dream of mine years ago, but the timing just doesn't work out. Or, you know, I would love to work this with this person, but I know who they're partnering with for this aspect of it. And I've worked with them before. And the like there's all these other moving pieces that you just don't really expect until you get to this place where you're just constantly making decisions. And so that's something that I wish I would have been a little more prepared for going into this because I am not someone who's super inclined to be decisive. I I am decisive to an extent, but it wasn't a, it wasn't a personality trait that I was, you know, saying, Oh, I'm great. I'm great at being decisive. That wasn't something that I thought highly of myself for. And so now this is something that I really had to lean into and come up with a system to understand wh- how am I going to make these decisions? Um, how, I'm gonna, how am I going to move forward once that loop has been closed and not second guess myself? It's just something that I had to train myself to do more and more. And when I was first starting out and I was starting to get faced with these things, I would think, oh, you know, this is just something, it's just a phase. Like this is, you know, I'm getting all these requests because I'm, you know, making making more, um, I'm getting more out there more, I'm, you know, being more public. And so this will settle down in a little bit, but it, it doesn't. And so that's something that I wish I would have known. So I could have been a little more prepared for that. Um, and, and understand that that's just going to be something that's, that's part of the game, right? And the second part of that is that knowing, I wish I would have known that, that everything about getting to where I'm at today was saying yes. I think Tony Robbins said this and I can't, I'm going to butcher the quote, but basically it's like the first part of your career is saying yes to everything. And the second half of your career is saying no to everything. And that's a big, big thing that I was not prepared for is how much I'm going to have to say no. I don't like to say no. I don't, I'm a people pleaser in kind of a weird way. I don't like, I'm very rebellious in the fact that I don't want to just do something or be someone just because people expect me to be that person. But if I have a trusted client who has given me a lot of work and who I work well with and they're in a time crunch and I just physically cannot help them out because I have all these other things going on, saying no just kills me. I hate, hate, hate saying no. And I was not prepared for how much I was going to have to say no to things that I wanted to do. I'm okay with saying no to things that I don't want to do, but when it's something that I want to do or someone who I want to help, it was a really big wake-up call for me to realize that I was going to have to say no to things that I might have dreamed about doing before. 
I might have been so excited to do this or when the opportunity came, I might have been so excited for it. But just because of, you know, work scheduling or whatever, I was going to have to say no. I wasn't prepared for that. And so it's interesting to me because this is something that comes up over and over and over again in Digital Insiders and other groups that I'm in is saying no. Like none of us, you know, we've gotten, we got into what we're doing now because we set out to, to help a certain group of people or serve a certain group of people. Like that's, that's what we do. We solve problems for a demographic, right? That's like the basis of an entrepreneur. And so when we're saying no, it's kind of like almost going against what we first started out to do. And so it's tough. It's really, really tough. And I know that I have, I've seen that on a, on a mass scale. And so as you are coming into this, as you're growing your business more and more, just know that you're not alone if you're experiencing this feeling of, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just, I have to say no to this. Uh, someone reached out to me on Boxer and their client was needing email copy. And it was, I read this guy's books. I, I saw him speak. Like, I love this guy. And um, I really, really wanted to write his email copy, but I just genuinely did not have the time. And it was something where I had to turn it down. And it was now, you know, I'm getting a little more used to it, I guess. But it was like, if you went back and talked to Brittany two years ago and told her that you had to turn this down, I would have cried, right? Like, it was such a big deal. And so just knowing that you're going to have to say no to things that you want to do um, is hopefully helpful for you because you, you might feel like you're doing something wrong. I know that I did at first, like, oh, maybe my business isn't scaled enough or um, maybe I said yes to the wrong things, which is possible, but not always the case, right? Sometimes you will just have to say no. We, do, we can't defy the laws of time and space like my coach Julie likes to say. So uh, that's something that I wish I would have known. Um, I wish I would have known that I was going to have to solve the same problems that I solved earlier in my career, just on a bigger scale. So what I mean by that is I'm an entrepreneur. I'm the, I'm the CEO creator of my business. And so the problems that I experienced when I was very first starting out, just due to my personality, due to some programming that I had taken on in the corporate world, due to whatever, um, I'm going to have to keep solving those problems as I move up in my entrepreneurial journey. Like those, that's just going to keep happening because that's who I am as a person and entrepreneur. And so that's something I wish I would have realized because you kind of feel like when you're first starting out that all these things that you're tackling are things you're tackling just because, you know, it's new or, um, you know, because you're just starting out. But as you grow up, like, for instance, I'm talking about saying no and people pleasing. That's that's an inhate, that's inherently part of my personality. So as I move up right now, I'm having to say no to dream clients or a dream client. Right. As I move up, it might be saying no to, you know, something that's even bigger or something that's even more um, of a dream opportunity. I might have to say no to that or, or a person who I just really, really want to help. And I just might have to say no. So it's, it's kind of understanding that the things that I'm faced with on each level, I'm going to be faced with again in a different way. And just because of the way that my personality is or the way that I built my business. And that's not a bad thing necessarily, because if you think about it, 
you can prepare yourself for that. And you can kind of know, it's almost like knowing your own calling card. Like, okay, I know that's going to pop up. We've talked about this before when we talked about our, um, our higher self and our ego and our ego can just kind of be this, like this, this thing that we almost personify and we say, okay, like, hi, I recognize you. I know that you're going to freak out. Um, it could be like your inner child or, um, whoever it is, like, it's just, you can kind of personify it and just recognize that when you're presented with a big opportunity, you're going to have these thoughts run through your head. Like maybe I'm not good enough, whatever. And that's your ego trying to keep you safe. And you can kind of just go, okay, yep. I know you, you can go ahead and sit down. We're fine. And so just knowing what you are inclined to, or how you are inclined to react, um, is kind of, it's so helpful as you're moving forward in business. Nobody has no problems, right? So uh, as you're moving forward in your business, you can kind of know, hey, like I'm, I'm prone to always saying yes, even if I don't, I can't do it, whatever it is. Um, just knowing that can kind of help you, but I didn't realize that that was going to be the case. And so hopefully that's helpful for you if you're you know, experiencing kind of the same thing over and over and you feel like you're stuck in a loop. That's not really the case. It's kind of like, if you've heard the expression, new level, new devil, um, it's, it's still the devil, right? Like you, you know, that thing, it's just going to come in kind of different packaging. Um, I wish that I would have known how long things were going to take. And I know that that is talked about pretty pretty much always like people talk about, you know, organic marketing is a slow burn and this and that, but really, so I email copy schools open now and I just had someone buy the course this morning and I clicked because I am always just genuinely curious about how people heard about me and that kind of thing. And I clicked and I was looking at the subscriber profile and all that. And they joined my list in September and they've opened my emails every single week since September, the beginning of September. And this is the first time they purchased from me. And so that, like, it tells it tells you, it tells me how m- much time it takes to get, really get the know, like, and trust. If someone comes onto your email list cold or someone comes across you and they don't know who you are, it genuinely does take time for people to understand who you are and understand Um, what your mission is and that you're not going to scam them. And, you know, maybe it was just the timing on this person, you know, whatever it is, but just knowing that it really does genuinely take time. That's not just something that people say. There's no magic pill. There's no key that you can turn that just gets you infinite customers on demand, right? You can definitely, definitely speed up the process. You can um, make your, your email so targeted and really amp up the no like trust factor. And you can definitely close the gap on that, but it does take time. People are people, right? And if you think about the, the next, the first time that you bought from someone who you just came across their stuff, like think about how long it took for you to get acquainted to them. And, and the offer is just one piece of that, right? So I wish I would have realized how long it took, how long it takes and continues to take, you know, when you're first starting out and you don't have things kind of backfilling, then every new sale is like, it it feels like it takes forever and you're pulling teeth and you're just trying to get, you know, one next sale, one next sale. And then as you're going, you know, obviously like you have sales that you made a while back and you're filling on and this and that. So you kind of forget, but if you really go back and look, it does take a while to nurture somebody and to bring them into your world, which is why we do things like soap opera sequences and nurture sequences. Because imagine if I was not emailing that person every single week 
And then they came on in September when I was doing a launch. And then this April was the first time they heard from me again, right? Imagine how much time, how many launches I would have to go through if they even stayed on my list, how many launches I would have to go through in order to get the same amount of contact or FaceTime with the subscriber. Like that's that's why it's so important to always nurture your list because it collapses the time between launches. Um, So that's something that I wish I would have known. Another thing that I wish I would have known is that the ebbs and flows that I experience or that you experience as you're kind of going through this whole journey will start to even out to an extent. There's definitely highs and lows and the highs and lows are higher and lower as you go. Um, But to an extent, you start to recognize them. I know when I was first starting out, I would have a day where I would make $2,000 and I would be on the top of the world and looking at real estate and being like, this is the best thing ever, $2,000 a day. And then I would have two days where I didn't make any money or I didn't book any projects and I'd be like on Craigslist looking at job ads, right? Like it was such a, a big swing between the two. And now I just have started to recognize the same way as recognizing your, your tendencies, same way as recognizing your ego, you start to recognize the ebbs and the flows. So you start to recognize you still have the tendency. I haven't talked to an entrepreneur still who doesn't randomly think that they're, they were a one hit wonder. Even people, you guys, people who have two comma club awards hanging on their wall, they have made $1 million through a funnel or more and they are experiencing this. They're experiencing that they all have thoughts that cross their head that say, you were just a, that was a one-time thing. That was a one-hit wonder, or you really don't know what you're talking about. This was all your team. Like these things go through people's minds. I have spent years now hanging out with entrepreneurs who are wildly successful. And I can tell you that these things are talked about. So it's not like this ebbs and flows go away, but you do start to recognize them and start to give them less merit. Uh, And I wish I would have known that going into this because it feels like you're signing up for a life on a roller coaster with a blindfold on, which sometimes is just how it's going to be. But you also do start to level out at a certain point and recognize, okay, this is how I get when this happens. I need to withdraw. You guys know that I withdrew during a lot of the coronavirus thing. I needed to just focus on email copy school and something that I could control and something that I could make amazing while everything else was going on. Some people need to go to people. They need to talk to their spouse or talk to their coach or talk to whoever. Um, some people need to collaborate and you see those people, you know, they're doing summits right now and they're doing all these things. And that's amazing. Like everybody responds in different ways, but if you can start to recognize the ebbs and flows and recognize what you need to do during those times, then you can get to where you're going so much faster and you can stop, you can kind of like pull your brain out of the, the craziness and and out of the spinning that's happening. So I wish I would have known that earlier, that it was going to level out a little bit. And I wish I would have understood things about myself uh, earlier so that I could kind of have the cheat code to calming myself down. Um, there, all of that said, all of that said, this is not at all a complaining episode. Hopefully it's, it's helpful to you to see that these things are, are happening for other entrepreneurs out there. And hopefully this is helpful 
if you can collapse, if you can use this to collapse the time between where you are today and and where you want to go. I'm going to share now some things that have helped me um, as I have come up against these things and as I have experienced going through now, you know, four years of this, um, as I've experienced it, these things have helped me continually throughout my time. And so just as much as I wish I would have known these things, this is what helped me get through those things. So hopefully they'll help you and you can spend less time um, in the space of, oh my gosh, am I doing this right? So number one, hands down, if you listen to this podcast, you probably already know what I'm going to say. It's having a coach. 100% it's having a coach. And what I mean by that is not necessarily a mastermind. You know that I love the mastermind that I'm in and I think that's so beneficial for me. But just having somebody who you pay, not just not like your friend who you call your coach, but someone who you pay to help you get through points in your business. It's so critical. It's so critical because your spouse, your family, your friends, they are all, I'm sure, 100% amazing people. But if they're not in the internet marketing space, and even if they are, they're not going to be able to offer you the perspective that you need. So just like I'm recording this podcast and I've been doing this now for four years and I can say, yeah, I, I recognize that cycle. Don't worry, you'll get out of it. Like I have the kind of perspective Um, you need a coach who can do that for you on a personal level, depending on your situation that you're in, right? And so that is critical. It's been the number one thing that has moved me forward and pulled me out of the ebbs and flows, pulled me out of the peaks and valleys, kept me um, just in line during all of this. That's been the number one thing is having a coach. So I recommend that more than anything. Number two, and very closely, is to have a group or community of people. And that doesn't have to be a paid community. You can go into a free Facebook group. You can create a free Facebook group. But having a group of people, because we're all, I mean, gosh, right now we're isolated even more. But even when the world is not under lockdown, we are isolated to an extent when we're working online. And so sometimes you can forget that other people are going through the same thing that you're going through. And I think a lot of times that's why I love podcasts because I can listen in and be like, oh my gosh, even this person who I look up to and who has multi-million dollar launches all the time has imposter syndrome. Like I have that. And so it's so it's so important to have that group of people who you can see yourself in and see your goals in and talk through and say, you know, hey, I'm struggling with this or hey, what do you do when this happens and understand how it all works together? That is so critical. And that you, like I said, you don't have to, that doesn't have to be a paid thing. For me, I kind of have it all in one because I have the digital insiders, but you can, you can piece this together. But I do recommend having a paid coach just because when you pay, you pay attention and that's a critical piece of this. Um, Another thing that has helped me is staying focused on the big picture. A lot of what I found myself getting really, really like in the nitty gritty and and almost too focused in on the problem is when I was not paying attention to the big picture or where I was going. I would get so focused in on, I had to say no to this one dream client and it would just be, you know, like spiral from that point. But when I could pull back and say like, I said no to that dream client because I'm creating this course that is going to be evergreen and it's going to serve 
entrepreneurs always, right? Like it's just going to be there as this evergreen cornerstone piece. And I have to pour my heart and soul into it right now. Like I kind of lost sight of the big picture if I'm just focused in on this one situation that I had. So one thing that I do for myself is always have the big picture. Like I always remind myself to look at the big picture because that pulls me out faster than almost anything else. So that has helped me in ebbs and flows. It has helped me um, when I'm feeling like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I had to do that or say that or whatever. That's That's been super helpful for me. And then the last thing is documenting. So you know that I've been off of Instagram and social media for the most part for the last almost month now, but something that I realized as I am off of this for a while is I'm documenting in different ways now, but I got, I went back and looked at some Instagram footage and some highlights and stuff like that. And I was looking at, there was a point back, oh my gosh, a year and a half ago at this point. Um, no, a year ago, I was flying to Boise and I think I talked about this in my last podcast episode. I was flying to Boise and I was remodeling our downstairs and all these things were happening. And I was just like, how am I going to get all this stuff done? And I documented my way through that. And looking back at that now, obviously, you know, we're in a much different situation now with the quarantine and, you know, I'm building this course and nothing is the same, but it's the same, right? It was me responding to a situation that felt crazy to me at the time. And so documenting that and having it to look back at, to be like, yeah, when I thought things were crazy, um, I got through it. Even though things are more crazy now, I know I have now the perspective that I can look back and be like, okay, at some point, I'm going to say, and I can say this with confidence, like at some point I'm going to look back and be like, remember when I tried to launch email copy school in the middle of the quarantine and the coronavirus was going around and nobody had left their house for a month and Tim was working and we never knew when he got home if he had been exposed, like there was all this stuff going on and we had our, our pantry stocked up and this and that and like all of that. I'm going to look back and remember talking about that. And I'm going to be able to look back at the emails that I've sent out and at the podcast episodes that I recorded during this. So having the having that to look back on has been so helpful for me as I moved forward in my journey to look back at like the first YouTube video that I did in 2016 when I have, I'm sitting in my studio apartment wearing my college sweater and I'm talking about my blog and like there's just all this all this stuff that you can look back on. Um, so I, I really encourage you to document your process because it really helps you. It helps you as you are facing things in the future, as you're facing things along the journey to look back and see what you've overcome. And even if every single obstacle that you face is harder than the last one, you can still see yourself responding to stress and you can still see yourself moving forward. It allows you to almost kind of slip into that vibe of moving forward. And I really have in the last couple of days kind of shifted into the vibe of we're getting through the coronavirus, like we're getting past it. We're, we're moving through as a really worldwide, but really where we are, where we are in our, in our county, in our state, we're moving past it. We're getting through it. Like I've kind of started to get into that vibe and that it allows you when you're, when you documented things, it allows you to get there faster because you can look back and say, Hey, I made it through this one thing when I thought it was crazy. So hopefully that is helpful for you. Hopefully you are able to 
look at some things that I wish I would have known and expect to them as you're coming down the road. I know that was super helpful for me. I was watching Julie Stoyan as I was coming up and she was talking about her business and how she wished she would have known that taking home 50% of what your business makes after expenses and taxes and all that is normal. And I think I shared on my Instagram that if I didn't know that, I would have been just heartbroken the first time that I got my first like really big month to know that I was only going to get 50% of it. So it's so helpful to have people who, uh, who are you know, two steps ahead of you, one step ahead of you who are saying, hey, look out for this pothole up here. Like, hey, look out for this turn. You're going to, you're going to experience these things, not to set you up to manifest the same problems that I had, but just to help you understand that if you're experiencing certain things, you're not alone. Everybody has experienced those. And there's a few things that you can do to collapse the time between where you are now and where you want to be, and also help yourself just move through them faster and with more ease. So, Hopefully that's helpful. Hopefully you guys are staying safe. You're staying well. You're staying home. Please stay home. Please follow the rules. um, And we're all going to get through this together. I love you guys. I hope you're having an awesome day whenever you're listening to this. And we'll talk soon. How would you like to learn the skill I used to go from burned out service provider to in control business owner? In Email Copy School, I'll teach you how to master both the science and the art of this in-demand skill so you can serve your clients better, get more consistent work, and charge premium prices. Join us now at emailcopyschool.com. And remember, early bird bonuses are only around for a short time. So be sure to head over to emailcopyschool.com to secure your spot now.